Hey guys, and welcome back to season three, episode four of Business Shit. I am your host, Mimi G. And today's topic is, oh shit, I quit my job. So today is going to be a little storytelling. Uh, one of the questions I get asked about quite often is how I quit my job, why I quit my job, what my thought process was when I quit my job, all these things um, about quitting my job. And I think it's because a lot of people who have this idea in their head that they want to leave their jobs and become entrepreneurs sort of struggle with how do I do that? And so, you know, for me, it wasn't, I'd be lying if I said that that was my plan, that I was working a day job and that I knew at some point I was going to quit my day job and become an entrepreneur because I don't, I don't think I had even had that idea, but I did always have some kind of a hustle. And if you listen to season one, I'm not sure what episode it is, but in season one, I talk about all the different attempts <laughs> at having a, uh, a side business that I tried and tried and they just didn't go anywhere. Um, because I think it's sort of a, a thing that when I knew that I want to do something, I, I attempted it. But in my head, it was always sort of like, well, this would be, this is going to be like a side thing. I'm still going to have my job, but then on top of it, I just need something to help cover additional expenses. So I'll have a side hustle, but it was never in my head. Oh, I'm going to eventually quit my job and be an entrepreneur. So when I sit here and I look at myself now, um, it's amazing to me. It still is amazing to me because that was not my initial intent. So I thought today that I would talk about sort of what that process was for me and the moment I decided that I did want to quit my job and what I was going to do because, you know, I come from a family that works a nine to five job. My mom is a nine to fiver. Most everyone in my family works a nine to five job. There are very few entrepreneurs within my family. So that's not something that I even saw growing up. You know, everybody had a job. You went to your job, you did your job well, then you came home and you, you know, you took care of your family. So for me, being an entrepreneur was, I didn't even know what it was really. So I started working in film and production and, you know, I really liked aspects of that job. It was different in that I got to travel. I got to meet a lot of really great people. Looking back now, I see how my job in film and production for almost 16 years has given me so much knowledge now in what I do. But of course, when I was in it, I didn't, didn't really see it. But I knew there was something else that I was supposed to do. But again, in my head, it was just going to be like, I just need to figure out what another side hustle is going to be to sort of keep me afloat. Because at the time, I was you know, financially responsible for my family, for making sure that all the bills were paid and rent was paid and kids ate and all the bills got paid. And, you know, that was a lot of pressure. So for me, if I could just figure out a way to make extra cash, then I would be good. So I worked in film and production for a really long time. And when you work film and production, it's sort of like a big, uh, hurry up and wait, right? Like when we're on set, Every time they have to stop to shoot the next scene, the light has to be, you know, redone and the set has to be changed. And so you end up sitting around quite often. 
And so when everybody was either on set or everybody was out of the office and I was in the office by myself, I would just sit on my at my desk and like surf the internet (laughs) and I would surf the internet. And that's how I found all of these sewing blogs. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like there are people still out here sewing. (laughs) And for me, I thought I was the only person still left of my age that was sewing. Like I didn't know other people my age were out there making things because I had never seen anybody. So outside of like my aunt and my grandma. So I found it really fascinating. And so I was like following all of these sewing blogs. Now, mind you, most of them were all like craft blogs or home decor. There were a few sewing blogs that I started following, but you know, like quilting and things like that. And so I thought, well, you know what? I, I could maybe start a blog. And that's really how that came about is from watching these sewing blogs and thinking, well, I can journal, right? I can write down all of these things that I'm making and, and share it with people. And that was really the first sort of inspiration to start my blog. But you know, this was the first one, I think it was like back in 2008 or something. And you know, I didn't really understand what a blog was. It just seemed like, like an online notebook (laughs) where you could go online and like write, you know, whatever you were doing or share pictures and things. And so that's really what I just did. And, you know, after doing that for about a year and a half, I remember that I was sitting there talking to my boss and he had sort of seen the progression of Mimi G style of the blog, of all the things that were happening. I had signed with Simplicity. I was, you know, already getting some sponsorships. Like things were already sort of happening. And we were sitting there talking and he said to me, you know, I think, I I think I'm going to lose you soon. And in my head, I was like, you're crazy. And I remember saying to him, I'm not going anywhere. Like (laughs) I'm not quitting my job. When I look at look back at it now, I understand why I said that, but I think that that's something that hinders us. And it was hindering me because in my head, the way I grew up, you know, you need a job and you need somebody else to pay you every two weeks. Like I needed a check and I needed a check that came from somebody else to me. And so for me, the thought of quitting my job to go completely on my own was insane And so I said to him, there's no way I'm quitting my job. Like what I'm doing is cool. Like I'm having a great time. Yeah, I'm making some cash and, but I need you to pay me. And, and he said, when you're ready, you'll know. And I was like, you crazy. So, you know, that went on for, gosh, I don't even know how much longer months, about a year and a half into the blog is when I decided that I was going to quit my job. Now, (laughs) when I first thought about it, I had immediately talked myself out of it because I was, I had that sort of ingrained thought in my head that I needed a job to sustain me and that the thought of having a dream or, or being an entrepreneur was like this fantasy that not everybody gets to do. It's just something that happens to a couple of people. And so because of that, I think I might have quit earlier if I would have had a different mentality. If I had the mentality I have now, I would have quit way sooner, but I didn't. And the day I quit my job, 
I remember I got up, my alarm went off. I turned it off. I sat up in my bed and I was like, yep, I'm quitting today. <laughs> and I got dressed. I typed up my resignation letter. I went to work and I waited for my boss to get in. And when he came in, he was at his desk and I walked in and I handed him my resignation letter and he just looked down. And he was like, I knew it. And, you know, I, I worked my, my last two weeks and I basically like skipped out of that joint. <laughs> like if I could have like ran out of that office, I would have, but I didn't want to be rude because <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm going to see y'all never is okay. That's, that's how I was feeling. I was so excited. And I remember at the end of the day, I walked over to like, there's this little like shopping center, not far from where the office was. And I walked over there at the end of my day and I called my mom to tell her. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, I have something to tell you. I'm super excited. Um, I quit my job to blog full time. <laughs> I wish I could have seen the look on her face when we were over the phone, but if, <laughs> if I could see her face, I know exactly what it looked like because she was like, what, <laughs> what you mean? You quit your job. You need healthcare. What about this? What about retirement? What about your 4k? What about the kids? What about, oh my gosh. I was like, did I make a mistake? Oh shit. <laughs> Oh fuck, let me go back and be like, ah, I was just playing, give me my job back. It was just a joke. I was just kidding. Um, because that fear set in almost immediately. And I know mom didn't didn't mean to do that, but when you grow up that way, right? When you're a nine to fiver, when you grow up with the mentality that you need a job and somebody else pays you and you don't have it within yourself to be an entrepreneur, those are all the same thoughts that I think I would have had, right? Like what do you mean? You need fucking healthcare. And what about the kids and the 401k and your retirement? What are you going to do when this happens? And you know, what if this doesn't work? And what if, what if, what if, and I think if I would have let all of those, what ifs take over, um, I probably would have not quit my job, but I'm now, I'm going to be very clear about something. I didn't just wake up and be like, Oh, I'm just going to quit my job. And I don't know how else I'm going to sustain myself. Obviously, um, I did have a plan at that point, but what happened was that I started to look at the fact that one, I was making more, more money, uh, on my, with my blog and my, my patterns and, and my tutorials than I was doing that I was making at my job like yearly. And I thought, okay, <laughs> if I can figure out how to make this work for a long amount of time, maybe I could turn this into a career. Maybe I could turn this into a business. And so what I started to do was I started to track where my money was coming from. So I knew that if I did a tutorial that I was going to bring in X amount of dollars. Well, I figured if I could do this amount of tutorials over this amount of months, it will bring in X amount of dollars. And I knew within a certain amount of time that I could make more than I was making that, that entire year working at my job. So it was a matter of really taking time to analyze what that side hustle was, how it was working for me, where the money was coming in, how consistent it was coming in and then testing it, right? Can I survive? Can I 
pay all the bills, still have money to now put back into this business that I'm trying to grow and develop. And what else can I do? So that I think is where the, the shift change happened was, okay, I'm doing tutorials and these are selling like hotcakes and, and bringing in, you know, a, a really great amount of cash, but how do I grow from here? How do I add to this? So this is where I needed to really think about growing my business and really developing something that was going to continue for years and years and years and years. But the day that I quit my job, I almost can't even put into words how I felt a sense of joy and complete and utter fear at the same time because I had never not been unemployed. I started working my very first job when I was 17 years old and I've always had a job. You know, when, um, when I was homeless with my kid, my oldest kid and got on my feet after my mom took her for a while, I remember always thinking I never want to go back to that. I've been homeless in LA since I got here 28 years ago, uh, three times, once with my oldest daughter. And once you experience something like that, once you're sitting in your house with no lights and you're trying to like <laughs> explain to your kids why the lights aren't on and it's some kind of game. Like I joke about that when I'm, when um, I've had my daughter here with me and we're, we've been talking, but that's not a joke. That was real life. Lights are off. And I'm trying to tell the kids that we're playing some kind of you know <laughs> game. Um, when you can't pay your bills, when you're eating top ramen, you know, every day for a month because you can't afford to pay for anything else. Um, you know, you start to really feel like whatever I do next, I have to make sure that I never go through this again, that my kids never grow, go through this again. So it wasn't about not or just being afraid of quitting my job. Because honestly, I think if I didn't have the kids, I probably would have quit my job and tried something else. Cause I never stayed at a job for more than a couple of years. The last job that I had was the longest job I ever held. And that was because of my boss. We had a really good relationship and it, it made me having to go do this job every day, um, bearable. But the thought of that was greater than just me, right? Because it wasn't like, oh, I just have to feed myself and pay my bills. I was like, no, I have to feed myself, you know, my husband at the time, my kids, I got to pay the bills. I got to do all of these different things. And that pressure alone kept me from making decisions that I think I could have probably made sooner. But when you're in that moment, you are so concerned about what's coming next that you have very little time to sort of settle within yourself, which is what happened to me because I was so consumed with all of the things that could possibly happen that I didn't leave enough room to think of all of the good things that could come of me going on my own and having my own business and becoming an entrepreneur and really growing sort of this, this, you know, blog slash, you know, business that I was, that I was growing, it took some time for me to get there. But when it clicked 
for me. I realized that my value was in what I was creating and that at the very worst, right? So I did have a backup plan. Like at the very possible worst thing that could happen is that this would fail and then I would just go get another job because I have always been able to get another job. I had a lot of experience. And so that was always sort of my, my backup. Now I don't, I don't have backups. My life is like, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to get. And I have no, what if it doesn't happen? I, I just don't, it's, it's going, going to happen. And you know, that doesn't mean that all my businesses have done well, or all the projects that I've done well have just been like, you know, out of the ballpark, but it just means that I don't do it with fear anymore. Right. And that was the thing that was keeping me from quitting my job that day. Although I was really excited about what was coming next. Um, I was still very afraid because I felt this sense of responsibility for my kids and, and what I needed to, to do. But that next morning when I woke up, <laughs> I didn't set my alarm. I just woke up at the same time that I woke up every day and I sat up in my bed and I was like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I was sitting there like, okay, so how do I run a business? Because it was one thing you guys to set up my video camera and record a tutorial once a month, right? And let the money come in. It was another to actually think of this as a business. How do I run a business? I've never done it. How do I plan? How do I, how do I budget? How do I scale? How do I do any of these things that I had never really thought of before because everything was sort of a side hustle that really it didn't matter if it, if it happened or didn't happen. Cause I had this job, but now I didn't have the job. So now I was like, okay, you need to really figure this out. You need a plan. You need to decide what it is you want to focus on for your new business, your new blog, and how long you plan to do it before you scale to the next thing, before you add the following you know what I mean? So I had to really sit down with myself. Now I'm not going to lie. It took like a good, I don't know, like a, like two weeks where I didn't do nothing. I just enjoyed being home with no job. <laughs> and you know, when you've been working since you were 17 years old and now all of a sudden you ain't got no job and you sitting around like, you know what? I think I'm just going to take extra naps this week and I'm going to focus on starting this business next week. And I did, I took time you know, I, I set up my office so that I could feel like I was still going to work and I did all of these things, but you know, that first year was incredibly satisfying to me because it was, it wasn't hard in that I, I had to worry about making ends meet because like I said, my blog, you know, and all of the things that I had already sort of developed were bringing in money at that point. When people want to quit their jobs and they talk to me about it, they're like, you know, I think I'm ready. And I'm like, okay, but do you have something set up now to help you get through that? Right? Because you can't just decide that you hate your job and that you want to, you know, be a quilter full time or a designer full time or whatever full time and not have a plan for how you are going to sustain yourself. You still need that part. So, you know, it's not like I just woke up one day and said, Hey, I'm going to quit my job. And I had no backup. So, you know, the first thing I tell people is 
make a plan. If you are currently doing a side hustle, if you have a side hustle, start to track it, analyze how often your money comes in, where it's going, because that was another thing. I had taken into account all the money that was coming in, but I had not taken into account all the money that was going out. So I knew more or less what my monthly expenses were, but things are different when you work for yourself. You know, there are expenses that you take on that you didn't necessarily have when you work for somebody else. So, you know, be very careful about what it is that you're, that you're doing when it comes to going from having a full-time job to maybe, you know, lowering your expenses because now you plan to quit your job and work full-time and focus full-time on what it is that you want to do, which I highly recommend. You know, if I could go back to tell myself, Hey Mimi, focus on this right now and quit your job. I probably would, but you know, it took me a little longer because, you know, I was in, in a specific circumstance and I needed, you know, to figure out how I was going to do it without it affecting my family. And, and, and thank goodness that I did, but that doesn't necessarily work for everybody, right? Not everybody has that option. So if you are a creative person and you want to start your own business and you want to get out of this job that you're in, it is completely possible. I mean, I did it, so I know that it's possible, but you have to do it in a way that is smart. So you have to start tracking your expenses, tracking how much money is coming in, analyzing your ups and your downs, making a plan for what you're going to be doing in the next three months, six months, 12 months after quitting your job. You know, if you have a nest egg, God bless you, you know, but most people don't. I certainly didn't. So, you know, it was like, this is going to work or I'm going to have to go back to work. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the one thing that I think is important for people to really understand, which I didn't fully understand then because I didn't practice it, but I do understand it now is that the fear will keep you where you are, right? The fear will keep you from doing all kinds of things, even small things. Fear will keep you from doing it. But when it comes to really living your purpose, when it comes to, you know, if wanting to be an entrepreneur and creating a business and, and really doing the thing that it is that you love, you can do it if you have a plan, right? And if you have a job right now, don't think of your job as such a negative thing. So I didn't necessarily like my job. I used to actually like drive to work and I would cry and I would drive home and I would cry. And it wasn't that my job was horrific because it wasn't. I mean, I sat at an office most times where I was on set. It you know, wasn't the worst thing in the world, but I just felt like I wasn't living my purpose. Like I wasn't doing what I was su supposed to do, what I was meant to do. I didn't really fully understand what that was because at first I thought I was wanted to be a fashion designer <laughs> and I quickly realized that I didn't. What I really love, my passion is teaching. I love to teach. I love to give people information. I love to help people, you know, get, get moving, get, get their ideas rolling. I love to give as much of myself as I possibly can. And that's when I knew, okay, my, my gift is in teaching. And so how do I do that? How, how much can I scale that? 
So when somebody tells me, oh, well, you know, I'm a DJ and I want to work for myself. Great. You can, I mean, it doesn't really matter what it is that you want. You could, you could make a business out of anything, especially if you can teach somebody how to do it. Right. And so, you know, the things are so much different now than they were, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So there are so many more options. I just want people to be fully aware of taking that step because whether you're in a job right now that you are thinking of quitting because you want to really focus on what your passion is and you haven't really thought through all of it, then that's the first thing I would say is pause. Okay. Pause for a minute and think of all the things that you need to align so that you can do this and keep yourself from stressing out, um, or from doing, making wrong choices, which happens often. And, you know, if, if you're, in the middle of, of transitioning, or maybe let's say you've already quit your job and you're, you know, working your business and you're super excited about it. You know, you have to remember that it's not always going to be easy and that you're going to work 10 times more than you did when you worked for somebody else. Because I guarantee you that you guys have heard me say that a million times on this podcast. I work harder now than I ever did at any job working for somebody else. But the benefits and the perks that come with that are unmatched, you know? And so, you know, now when I talk to my mom and she sees what I've done and what I've created, it's a different conversation, right? But it took a long time before, before she was able to see, like we would have conversations, <laughs> we would have conversations, you know, months after I had quit my job. And, and she would be like, and so how do you make money? And I'd be like, these brands, they pay me to do this. Or I, you know, she'd be like, they pay you to do what? Um, I can, I still can't even explain what I do to half the, half of my family members that are, you know, past like 50, 60 years old. They like, they don't know what I do. Um, but you know, it took time for her to also see that, um, that the possibilities for people's life is only as limit as limiting as they allow them to be. And so, you know, I quit my job, I guess. Oh my gosh, how long ago? I don't even know. A long time. <laughs> A long long time ago. Um and I haven't looked back and I have never gone a day where I'm like, "Oh shit, did I make a mistake?" That hasn't happened to me. Not because I have ha have not had hard times, but because I have grown to know and understand that I have a purpose. And as long as my purpose is clear, I'm good. All, all the rest of it comes to me. And I talk about, you know, your, your focus, your energy, what you put out, the more you focus on, the more, you know, you bring to your life. So if you're constantly worried about money, you're constantly worried about your job or you hate your job, you're just bringing more of that negative energy to you. And so I wasn't a negative person to begin with in my life. I, if you listen to the conversation I had with my daughter in the last podcast episode I talked about, I used, I used my defense mechanism as a way to shut out negative thoughts, not because I knew what I was doing or I, I believed in the power of manifesting or the law of attraction, but simply just because I knew I couldn't handle it. So I had always been that way, but the, the more success I gained, the harder it was to stay positive because I think that, you know, you're all, you're human and you're always going to have thoughts that are limiting. You're always going to have thoughts that, um, are fearful. You're always going to 
you know, be concerned or worried about something. And it's your job to put that fear sort of in its place. And it wasn't really until I was able to do that, that I found that I had, you know, the power to quit my job, you know, start my own business. And now when I look back and, you know, I've created a million dollar business from teaching people to sew, you know, I've created another business licensing my name and designing. I speak, I travel, I consult, you know, major corporations on all the shit they're doing wrong and what they should do better. Um, you know, I've done a lot in a really short amount of time in eight years. And had I let that fear keep me from quitting my job, who's to say that I wouldn't have still done this, but maybe I wouldn't have done it for another several years, you know, or maybe I would have never done it. Maybe I would have let fear overtake me and I would have still been working in film and production. I don't know, but you know, the fact that I'm living in my purpose now and able to share as much information as I have, as I possibly can about what I have learned along this entrepreneurial journey is absolutely my greatest joy because there are so many people right now who don't like their jobs, who want to do something else, who have an idea for something but they either don't believe they can do it, are afraid to do it, or have people in their lives that have a different thought process. Like my mom, you know, like my mom didn't mean any harm when she got on the phone with me to tell me I was making a huge mistake and that I should go back and beg my boss for my job. You know, she didn't mean any harm by that. It's just, that's how she grew up. That's all she knew, you know? And if I would have let that energy sort of changed my mind, who knows what would have happened. But I felt within myself that I, that I could do this, that at the very least I needed to try, right? Because that's all at the very least you have to try because it's one thing to look back and say, Oh man, I wish I would have done this because you didn't even try. And it's a different thing to look back and said, you know what? It didn't work, but fuck it. I tried it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I, that's how I felt. I felt like at the end of the day, I was going to quit my job. I was going to go try and do this. And if the shit didn't work, then fuck it. It didn't work, but I tried it. And I didn't sit at that computer and somebody else's business getting paid by somebody else wishing and thinking that I could have done something else because that is what I never wanted to feel. I never wanted to feel regret. And so, you know, now when I look back and all of the amazing accomplishments that I've had and shit, I'm just getting started. It helps me to be able to look at somebody else and say, hey, you have all the potential to do anything that you want to do if you can just remove fear from the equation and really focus and pay attention to what it is that you want to do. You know, I made lists. I made a list of, okay, this month I made this amount of money and this month was a little low, but if I do this and this, you know what I mean? Like I had a plan about how to work with, with the money that I was bringing in and how to stretch it. And most importantly, how to put it back into my business so I could grow, you know, to this point, I've never taken uh, an investment dollar. Everything has come from, you know, my, my hard work and really taking money from one side of the business that's generating really well and putting it somewhere else to grow and develop. And 
you know, when, <laughs> when people think of starting a business, they often think, oh, well, I need to get an investor. I need to do this or I need to do that. And really all it takes is you. It takes you time, effort, dedication, focus. I mean, a shit ton of other things, but for the most part, um, it is completely possible and really you just need to plan for it. And above all, just be really excited about it. Cause I think that I was so excited about doing this, these tutorials. And I didn't know that doing these tutorials was then going to launch me into developing an entire fashion and design school. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that I was going to sign, you know, with simplicity and how, you know, at first I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll do uh, my patterns will do pretty good. I didn't know they were going to be bestsellers and that, you know, if, since 2014, now I'm still here as one of the, you know, top selling licensees for that brand and, you know, having such recognition or that I would be speaking in front of thousands of people talking about my journey and how they could do it too or that I would have a podcast where I'm sharing business information about my journey and, you know, personal ups and downs. Like those things were not in my plan initially, but that's the point, right? Once you get in and you start developing all of these different ideas that you have for your business, you don't exactly know where they're going to go. Um, it's good to have an idea, but you also have to be willing to move where it's going to take you. And I think that's what's help me to be successful is that I move wherever that energy is going and I trust above all, uh, all else in myself, right? I trust myself. I trust my judgment and I trust my experience. And so I, you know, with that, I hope that I can sort of give you guys some of that so that you also feel empowered and that you trust in yourself that whatever idea it is that you have for your business or whatever idea it is that you have for your life, that you can accomplish it with just a little bit of, you know, planning and a shit ton of hard work, <laughs> basically, you know? Um, so I hope that that inspires you a little bit to, to understand that, you know, the idea of quitting your job going, you know, the next day doesn't happen overnight. It does take time. It does take, um, planning, but, uh, it's totally possible. And if it's something that you want to do, then you should absolutely start planning on doing it. You're actionable to do is if you are thinking of quitting your job or if you are finding yourself sort of in that space, or let's say you just quit, start by analyzing where your side hustle money is coming from. You need to know how consistently it's coming in and what you can do to increase it. So that's the very first thing that I did. I was like, okay, my tutorials are bringing in this much, but how can I bring in more? What can I do aside from this to bring in more? And then decide on whether or not it's enough to sustain you and to help you grow um, your new venture because, you know, you, you want to continue to grow. You want to continue to develop. If you're lucky enough, like I said, to have a nest egg, then that's really great. But you don't need it as long as you are smart about the choices that you are making. Remember that we have an email segment. So talk your shit. If you have a question, you want to email me or you want to share your story with me. I love listening. I, I love reading them. So uh, email business at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook group. So if you haven't joined, uh, it's a five, uh, private Facebook group. It's on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. And also make sure and follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at Mimi G style or at business shit. And if you're posting or want to share something, please use hashtag business shit. 
Thank you for listening. And please remember that in order for your business to succeed, it has to be the shit. Remember, it has to solve a problem, help them get past their current stage, earn respect, and build trust. I'm out.